0: Hey, all you intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get (laughs) architected. Bright Lights, Angela here, and today I am really excited to talk about this totally badass topic, which is being an iconoclast. Now, a lot of times that word gets conflated with religions or, or heretics, and people kind of shy away from it, but the actual root words are Greek icon, meaning image, and costes, meaning breaker. In a sense, image breaker literally means someone who questions the premise, someone who challenges the establishment, who kind of is willing to go there, right? To walk on that edge of re-examining our traditions and our institutions. And doesn't always have to mean that we throw it all out or burn it all down. It's really about saying why. Why are we doing this? And even if whatever the this is had a really good reason for being that way when it was developed, it may not be serving us so today, I wanted to talk a little bit more about this and explore how we can be iconoclasts in our own lives. Heads up here that this is not easy. Number one, there is so much that we just take for granted as the way it should be. So it can be really hard sometimes, to recognize when you are trapped in the status quo, a.k.a. the way it is. How do you know? Well, if you start using language like they say this, or it works like this, or this is what will happen, catch yourself, because more likely than not, whatever words come after those kind of red flag tip-off words are going to be rooted in cultural assumptions. And I use culture very loosely here. It can be human culture, which many of the things we look at today and say, oh, what a world have been going on throughout human history. It's how we're wired as human beings. It can be national culture, local culture, but it can also be the culture of your community, your workplace, your friends, your family. We just accept so many things as de facto, as the way that it is, and think we don't have a choice. Being an iconoclast is about questioning and taking back your power. The next thing about being an iconoclast is it means you are an individualist. You are empowering bold thinking. And that bold thinking is comfortable flying in the face of tradition. That bold thinking doesn't need validation, doesn't need approval. We all can probably name people who want to be brash and bold, but they're looking behind them the whole time, right? Saying, who's following? Who's following? And if no one is, they'll either become more outrageous to get more attention, being outrageous just for the sake of being outrageous, or they'll stop. And a true iconoclast is looking at what they're doing very deliberately, is coming from a heart-centered place, is overturning the rocks to see what's under there, but isn't necessarily feeling that the whole house needs to be torn down. The other thing about being an iconoclast is that it means you don't conform. That can be really hard because as human beings, it is our very nature to live in community, to be social, to be part of a group. And we need and want and crave that belonging, even when we say we don't, even when we like being the outsider, or the outsider in reference to a community that has some level of meaning to us. Iconoclasts don't get that attachment hooked into them. Therefore, they're better able to be that outlaw, right? That person who says, Let's do it differently. And then they go off and do their own thing, no matter whether anyone else is behind them or not. Iconoclasm has been associated with bohemians and the counterculture, but it's also been associated with rugged individualism and free spirits. And I think that's really interesting, that term free spirit. Because what gives you freedom isn't about the physical things in your life. It's about your state of mind. And we put ourselves in jail when we limit our thinking, when we shackle ourselves to other people's expectations, when we start to feel obligated to live a certain way instead of Getting centered and doing what we believe is truly, truly the right thing for us. And like I said, an iconoclast is not about simply being destructive, or not about simply throwing things out. An iconoclast is questioning the premise. That is something that is very near and dear to my heart. I really started architecting back in January of this year, 2021, very consciously to create an outlaw brand. And an outlaw brand is about being on the outside, looking in, being above the situation, able to assess it, willing to critique it, willing to call out what doesn't work, willing to walk the edge willing to challenge everything you thought you knew and find what's right for you. And even in the face of criticism or questioning, do it anyway. But there is a difference between being an outlaw and being defiant. Being defiant is just about breaking rules because you can. There's not any thoughtful deliberation there. There's only really a desire to seek attention in some way by acting out. Outlaw energy, that iconoclasm, is not about seeking attention. It's about doing the right thing. And you can't do the right thing if you're not able to critically assess what's going on around you. And like I said, that can be really hard because... We're surrounded by it. We don't think every day about the fact that we are surrounded by oxygen. We just breathe. And it's the exact same way with the culture or cultures that we immerse ourselves in. So much of it, we learn it, we take it for what it is, and then we operate under its protocols. We don't give it a second thought. What I want to do right now is to lead you on a heart-centering exercise, to get in touch with you, the real you, not the personas that you've created to be more pleasing or acceptable in the world, not the way that you think you have to be or the way you should be, but the way you truly are. True freedom is not rooted in rebellion. True freedom is rooted in fully expressing you as you are. To do this, take a few deep breaths. Put your hands on your thighs if you can. That is very reassuring and comforting to the body. Just kind of tune in to how you're feeling. The easiest way to access Our thoughts and our emotions and our feelings is through our physical body. We often forget that our physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental bodies are an interconnected system. If we just sit with our body and we think about how we feel, say some words to yourself, and I'll give some prompts, but by all means, you can do this anytime and say certain words that relate specifically to work you're doing or people you're working with. But as I say these words, I want you to tune in to how you feel, whether you feel a little bit of a burst of energy or if you feel yourself kind of shutting down. If you're ready, let's do this. Deadline, team. Leadership, interview, earning, teaching, outreach. Open your eyes now. Take another deep breath in and out. And I want you to think about how each of those words made you feel. What's really interesting about the way our body works is it is so tuned in to even our subconscious thoughts, which see past all of the filters that we put out there, that it will react viscerally to certain thoughts, ideas, emotions, as long as we take the time to feel into that space. If you are questioning something, do this exercise and say some words associated with it and how you feel. Notice what your body wisdom is telling you about those thoughts, those words. And then after you're done, think about why. Why did I have either a positive or a negative reaction to that particular word? Get really clear on how it's affecting you. If I didn't have to have this association, what could I have instead? And I really want to encourage you not to get stuck in the negative or about trying to change what you don't want. We don't want to be focused in the energy here of what we don't want to do heart-led work. We want to focus on the things that resonated with your body when you thought about them. By doing more of the things that are resonating with you, that you love, you will have less time for the things that you don't. And I think you'll be really surprised if you act on this heart-led stuff, how far it gets you. Because initially you're going to have a thought of, Well, if there's things I don't like about my job, does that mean I just throw my hands up and don't work? And if I don't work, how am I going to pay my bills, right? Our mind goes there. Don't let it. Don't let it. Focus instead on how can I do the things I really want to do? And you will see the path. You will see how you can do those things. And the more you do them, the more you will be building and building and building the life you want and the life that is the life you were put here to build, the work you are here to do, not the work that someone else says you should be doing, not the work that keeps you feeling stuck and limited, but the work that truly sets you free. I hope you loved this episode and that it really made you think differently about the way that you live your life and the premises that you accept and how to harness that iconoclast energy to live a heartfelt life instead. I would love to hear your stories. Please DM me on Instagram. Would love to know how you're doing with all of this, how it's helping you what uh ahas you got out of it all. So please share that on Instagram. All you have to do is go to architectingpodcast.com. I want to hear from you. Take care. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired.